Well, welcome to Thirst Aid Kit Live, the quenching. <laughs> and also welcome to the Jerome L. Green Space, our lovely host for the evening. Yes, we appreciate it. Um, they've taken care of us, so we intend to take care of you in turn. We have some of our favorite people here tonight for you. We have Kritika Molly Cardinal, who's going to help us talk about Black Panther and superheroes. <laughs> and E. Alex Jung, who's going to help us look at rom-coms. Yes. <laughs> They're pop culture experts who will help us break down why the hell are we so thirsty all the time? The answer is science. <laughs> but, um, okay, and uh, this, is, this is for the rom-com fans in here. <clears throat> If we forget to say it later, we had a really good time tonight. <laughs> Does anyone know where that's from? Yes. <laughs> I'm going to find you afterwards. I'm going to give you a, an expensive diamond necklace. <laughs> thank you. <sighs> All right, so thank you so much for coming out on a cold, dank February night. Mm. We appreciate it so much. All right, we're going to get started. We hope you're ready because tonight is going to be fun. Are y'all ready? Yeah. Okay, let's go. I'm excited. <laughs> I think you already know how most of uh, Thursday Kid episodes begin, right? You know we do a thing called Redacted. <laughs> Can I just tell you in complete confidence, everything that we say is completely and utterly innocent and the filth is all in you. <laughs> Those beeps are needless. We're saying very genteel, lovely things that... Activities that you and your mom might like to get into. But you people... It, we put out half a sentence and you fill in the rest and it's all shit and dirt and I appreciate it. I just want you to know that. Okay, so today we're going to start with the redacted, but we're doing a slightly different sound effect. We normally have a very kind of loud and uh, intrusive... We're not doing that. Tonight, I'm going to be a human beep for Nicole's Amazing Redacted. So, Nicole, tell yeah. us about today's Redacted. Well, you know, we're very close to Valentine's Day. Mm -hmm. Black Panther comes out Friday. I thought we'd take a look at Valentine's Day in Wakanda. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <clears throat> you ready? <clears throat> I wonder how Valentine's Day in Wakanda would be. I think I could make Killmonger... <laughs> Me. <laughs> I'd hold his <laughs> while we a museum. He'd give me lots and lots of from the More than any woman could want. Thank you. I first realized I could make that sound when I was seven. And I haven't looked back since. Okay, so we're going to do something else that we, nev we never normally do live because this is our first live show. Right. <laughs> and I want to ask a question. Do you guys have a favorite restaurant in the city? Yeah. Thanks for answering. Jeez. All right. <laughs> Cold participation, guys. All right. Okay. Do you keep ordering the same thing from that restaurant? Yes. Is that because it's comforting and you know what you're going to get, right? Mm -hmm. I get that. But how about this? As a proposition, do you want to try something that is new but still familiar? Yes. Of course you do. 
and that's what we do with the sommelier. Okay? So you ask us, and you allow us to select for you the perfect thirst object to go with your steak or your fish. It's no euphemisms here. We mean actual steak and actual fish. We have our lovely cupids out in the audience, the Julia hair, and Aggie. So who, who needs a new thirst object? Put your hand up. What you're going to do, you're going to tell us who you're liking right now. Okay. And then we're going to offer a suggestion for you know, someone new, maybe. Yeah, and keep it very, very short. Very short. Because people, once in possession of a mic, tend to do too much. <laughs> that's all of us. That's I all of us. That's, that's not that personal. That's all of us. I would do the same. Okay, go. Um, my name is Elise. I come from Staten Island. Nice. Yo. Who <laughs> knew? Thank y'all. Um, and I've been on a big Star Wars kick for like all my life. Mm, okay. Yo, old school. I'm talking original trilogy. Yeah. We're talking young Harrison Ford. Mm, okay. Okay. Yo. Okay. Is that is formative? That- just formative. formative. Is that your thirst object, Harrison Ford? Harrison Ford. Kansas. Young Harrison Ford or old Harrison Ford? That looks like God a damn, that's a hard one. Because, I mean... Oh, my God, I'm sweating just talking about it. <laughs> so am I, sis. All right, let's go with young Harrison young Ford. Young Harrison Ford. Hmm. Actually, middle-aged Harrison Ford was real good, too. Sis, pick a struggle. Jesus. <laughs> okay. Middle-aged Harrison Ford. Middle-aged. Middle-aged Harrison Ford. We're talking like... Mm. Yeah, like Air Force One. That's a good one. All right, okay. Hmm. Middle-aged white dude. Uh, It's fine. No judgment here. It's never a judgment, Uh, no. Wow, okay. Do you want to go? Are you thinking of anyone? I have someone, but I don't know his name. Does anybody know the TV show Lucifer? Okay. Do you Tom know- Thingy, the lead? Yeah. What's his name? Tom Ellis. Tom, Tom Ellis. Ellis. He's British, you know. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see. You know, he's a little roguish. He's a little, he's a little roguish. He's a little roguish. He's a little roguish. Um, uh, do you know what? Let me think about this. Roguish? Roguish. Roguish, but hasn't been given a fucking chance to be roguish? Mahershala mm. Ali. Yes, yes. Fuck with me, you know I've got it. (laughs) Yeah. There you go. All right. All right. Cupid, Augie. Okay. Uh, My name is Janet. I live in the West Village. My obsession is Michael Fassbender. Shout out to the problematic Bay. Yeah. <laughs> Very problematic. So I need someone not problematic, but mm. just as hot. Mm. That's a good mm. distinction. We appreciate it. Wow. Let's see. Now huh. I just keep thinking of other problematic phase. So. Um, <laughs> hmm. What about him? Yes, Can that's you... the key thing. Aside from his penis? <laughs> Oh, oh, okay. If we're just talking about penis. We won. We no, 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 no. We're just talking we... about the swing. No, 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 no. Um, if we're I just do. talking about penis, Liam Neeson. Hey. I want you. I want you. If you haven't already, everybody go home and do a search. Liam Neeson naked penis. 
All jokes aside, that is a real thing. Yo. There are photos. Yo. Documentation. Running, I, I, and I it's don't, like, I don't, hello, I don't I'm here. Condone. I'm here. Look at me. I, hello. It's from like a it's TV historical show or record. Movie it's or right there. Like, right. Like it's not it's not an invasion of his privacy. It's actually It's not, it's like, out there, it's in the world. Right. Yeah. How many of you have seen Rob Roy? You're yeah. oh. All right, okay, okay. That's that's your homework. Go home and watch Rob Roy. It stars Liam Neeson. Girl, listen. <laughs> All right, okay. He's a, he's a hero to the uh, to the people, but also to us. Okay. Did you have anyone else for her? Do you know what? You covered oh. it. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Do you, sis? Um, does anyone else? Ha oh, wait. Hold on. Hold on. Oh, oh. No, Tracy. No. No. Hi, long-time listener, first-time caller. <laughs> Okay, I have an eight-part question. No. It all started when I was born. Okay, no, but really, but really, but really. Um, is it more I, of a comment than a question? Yeah. <laughs> it's more of a, you're right. Um, uh, I realized when a certain somebody's portrait was released today that I need to... Like, I feel bad. Like, he's a historical figure, and I'm just like, ugh. Right, you know? Right. So... Whom, whomst, with whomst can I replace <laughs> the leader, the former leader mm. of the free world? Mm. Thank you. Thank you. Mm. We're looking for a presidential snack. Okay. <laughs> he doesn't have to be like a former president because those are right. slim pickings. Bad. Just checking. I didn't want to have to use my mouth to say George Bush. Ugh. All right. Okay, hold on. What? Um, just saying. All right, a presidential snack. A snack that is presidential. Sterling K. Brown. <laughs> Sterling K. Brown. Just like, just, yeah. just shoulders back. He's mm, just, he's some just, heft. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> thank you to everyone who. Thank you so much for Thurston Melia. Yes, allowed us to find you some new suggestions. Yes, we hope those were helpful to you. I mean, I say we. Nicole did all that work. I, <laughs> my brain is just a first freeze. Apologies. All right, so <clears throat> you may already know our first guest tonight. She was the voice that wanted to know in one of our earlier episodes what that mouth do <laughs> when it came to Quicksilver, the superhero. Uh, she was also the one who wanted to watch Mike Coulter dress in cashmere and before that rub herself all over him in order to get mm. moisturized. Mm. Um, she is the f features editor of TV Guide and now a Wakanda exchange student. Please welcome to the stage, Kritika Malikarjuna. Hey, Kritika. Hi, hello. Hi. How you doing, girl? You know, I'm about to take a boomerang of this lovely audience yes, because, of course, I am. Thirsty Kid! Woo! <laughs> thank you guys for indulging me. <laughs> you look so good. Oh, thank you. Is yeah. that Fenty? It is Fenty. Yeah, it is. Bitch. You don't always show yeah. up in Fenty. <laughs> Shout out to Brown Girl. Hey. Okay. <clears throat> um, you've seen Black Panther. I have indeed. Oh. <laughs> we're not new to this we're true to this okay. I came prepared guys I did this for you 
Give us a six-word, spoiler-free review. Oh my God, six words. Um, a sexual awakening minus Eric Killmonger. Ooh. I know, okay. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm gonna explain myself in a second. Don't worry. Oh, controversial wow. as fuck. Right. <laughs> Out the gate, we were not ready for that. Okay, okay, okay. So who will the audience need a sippy cup for after they see it? Like, what, who's gonna Ooh. activate their thirst the most? Oh man, I mean, that's such a toss up. Um, well, that's like literally sorry. everyone in the movie. For me, it was Deny. Like there, I mean, there's a scene, I think it's already out in a couple of the trailers where she's in this like beautiful red dress mm-hmm. and she's just kicking ass left and right. And you guys will see this like amazing fight scene where I'm just like, oh my God. Yeah. <laughs> like I literally, I was sitting next to Nicole in the theater for this and I grabbed her and I was like, I'm sorry, mm-hmm. but I'm not gonna let go for like another minute and a half. <laughs> you just have to emotionally prepare yourself for this now. Yeah. Now, you've already said something that I find shocking and terrible. (laughs) You're regretting inviting me on. I I just have to say that we need to talk about Michael B. Jordan in this Uh, film. We do, we do, it's true. I just want to take care of him. (laughs) I don't even mean that that like in a hot kind of, ooh, I want to, I mean, I just want to, I want to brush his hair. Wow. I want to I want to make sure he's seeing a doctor twice yearly. You know like <laughs> I just want him to be well. <sighs> and then maybe also father my children. But that's like uh, way that's down the like, line. That's way down the line. Okay. In the meantime, I just want to make sure he's in good health. Tell us tell us your <laughs> not even for activities, just because because yeah. we all deserve good health. Activities. Mental and physical. Yeah, activities. Okay. I said what I said. Okay. <laughs> Like farming yeah. and writing uh-huh. and sure. other things. Sure. Okay. 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 But yeah, t- t- tell me why you didn't. I, I can't even form the words. <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> um, well, I said that just to make sure you'd never have me on the show again. Aww. That's why. Done and done, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, so here's the thing the very first scene Michael B. Jordan is in is like fucking unbelievable. It's like the scene in the trailer where he has the denim jacket on and those gold like Harry Potter glasses like that was really I was in it I was really in it in that scene I was overwhelmed and like there there is a the follow-up scene to right after that Nicole literally gasped in the theater yeah. and the white dude sitting next to us was like oh <laughs> yeah like, he, he knew but he wasn't prepared yeah. and like I was there I heard with it. you guys I was sitting in front of both of you yeah. and I heard it and I turned my whole neck like <laughs> yeah. and Nicole Shreya was like I'm so sorry I'm so I wasn't prepared it just came really, out that was from your gut yeah, yeah. I don't really see it for Michael B. Jordan either because you know I've seen him since The Wire, yes. you know, grown up with him a little a boy. bit. Yeah. And then and Michael then, B was like, Mm-mm. Yeah, when he got to be like 20, 21, he was a little foolish in some of the things that he said. Yes, he you was. Know? Shout out and to I was male like, growth. Yeah, <laughs> you need to be quiet for a little bit. And he did. He yeah. went quiet. He matured. Men and do not know how important it is to go quiet. Yo, if you just shut up, yes. the world is yours. Well, so that's, that's, that was the de-evolution of this for me. I was really about it in the first scene, mm. but then as the movie progresses, you guys will see, by the end, you're like, oh man, this is like watching 23-year-old Michael B. Jordan talk a lot. <laughs> like, that's the emotional core of the character. Mm. That is so, yeah. like, it was, it wasn't no, that don't, I wasn't. No, don't boo. I mean, don't, don't moan. I mean, you know, like. <laughs> no, moan. There's, 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 uh, <laughs> like, this is not going to affect your enjoyment yeah. of yeah, I just yeah, wanted to worry. know that. Yeah. The, Eric Killmonger is a comp 
complex motherfucking dude. Yeah, I mean, yeah. That's he's actually a, not at all complex, as he, you will see. Yeah. He's a he's an excellent villain, but it's hard to thirst for him. But I will always thirst for Michael. I have a came back. I'm gonna disagree. I yeah. think I think it's easy to thirst for him in this, yeah. really? despite yeah his role. Um, yeah, I, yeah. Maybe well, I need to maybe I need to sit see. on it more. Well, you, you guys, will you see need to walk on it more. <laughs> I can't. I need to leave now. <laughs> I can't. Oh. I can't be here anymore. All right. Okay. Let's move on to an object of lust that you do absolutely lust for. Let's talk about the Dora Milaje. Oh yeah. my God. I mean, hey, look. Oh. Yeah. I have look never wanted more to just throw my bra at the screen. I mean. <laughs> It's Take incredible. it, it's you. I don't even think they wear bras, which is another thing in their favor. I was like, yes, go free. <laughs> Live your life, ladies of Wakanda. Just go. I mean, we've already talked about Denai a little bit, but mm-hmm. like everyone mm-hmm. in the Dora is just incredible. They're just like every single time they're on screen, the fucking presence. Mm. Oh, man. And there is this one amazing scene at the end of the movie that I will not spoil for you, but mm. it involves a lot of men kneeling at Denai's feet. And yes. let me just tell you, that was that was the moment for me where I was like, it's over. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's happening at the end of this movie because I'm just going to be thinking about this scene for like now until my deathbed. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to urge your grandchildren closer. Yeah. Deny Kurira. <laughs> and then just die. I'll be like, bury me with just a f- tons of photos from her of this movie and yeah. I'll be happy. Yeah. yeah. There are so many, and she's killing it on the red carpet everywhere she goes. The thing about, this is the thing, all bodies are good bodies, obviously. But Danai, in some of those dresses, like, I know technically we all have the same parts. (laughs) Do we? Do we? And yet, mine look nothing like hers. And I'm like, how? Oh, then I remember I don't like jeans. (laughs) It's fine, we're all in this together, it's okay. We can, we're not going to um, keep talking about Black Panther because we don't want to spoil it, but there is another Marvel film that's coming out soon mm. that is Avengers Infinity War. And we have a small clip from one of the trailers. Evacuate the city. Engage all defenses. And get this man a shield. <laughs> was my spinach and I am Popeye. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell, mate. I'm sweating. Oh, yes. I'm, I mean, I'm already quite sweaty yeah. from the lights, but I'm extra sweaty. Yes. Like... Um, so it's... <laughs> I'm, really, I'm like genuinely sweating up here. <laughs> Carry okay. on. It's going to be wall-to-wall superheroes, mm. but who should we pay special attention to? Oh, man. I mean, specifically from Black Panther or just... No, no, from Infinity War. Infinity War. Oh, I mean, I'm only going for Chris Evans' beard. <laughs> that's... that's <laughs> I mean, Same. I'm not even Chris. Just a beard? <laughs> just a beard. Wow. Um, no, I'm really excited to see more of T'Challa in this. Like, mm-hmm. I didn't talk about him uh, when we were talking about Black Panther, but mm. guys, his soft, tender, beautiful voice yeah. right before he commits... Uh, like really violent crimes before he like beats the shit out of people where he's like I'm giving you one chance (laughs) 
to think about this before you make a mistake. And it's so tender, and yeah. I'm, I'm really excited to see that in Infinity War. Talk some sense into all these fools. Yes. There's going to be a lot of nonsense in that's this That's the key hope. That's, that's the key. I mean, I, I don't... I mean, I'm African. I'm what, yeah. I, hey. Hey, it's lit. Um, and watching that film and some of the accents, and I just thought, lol. <laughs> Bless everyone's efforts. <laughs> A plus. But there were there are literally five pronunciations of Black Panther, and there is one in particular that sounds like Blick Pinter. <laughs> it's bad. It's and bad. you will see that when you go. That doesn't take away from the brilliance, but it takes away a little bit from the brilliance. Okay. So Cap is an established Marvel entity, but there is a new kid on the block mm -hmm. that's joining MCU in the next slate. And that is, of course, Miss Marvel. Woo! Coming. My girl. Can we my have girl a chair Kamala for Miss Marvel? Yes. Yes. Sadly, it's Carol Danvers as opposed to Kamala Khan, but mm. yeah. baby steps. Baby, baby steps. steps. <laughs> it's fine. Right, right. But who are the other female superheroes that you want to see on the big screen? Oh, man. I feel like I said this the last time I was here, but Storm. Say it again. Storm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like, especially now that Fox and Disney are basically the same company. Mm. Uh, she Shout better show Monopolis. up in Black Panther 2, at least. At the very minimum, I need to see her just, like, floating into Wakanda with, like, her hair just, like, blowing on the breeze that she's right. creating. Right. Yeah. <laughs> right. And hopefully played by a um, dark-skinned black woman. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That would be great. That would I be mean, excellent. I mean, just saying. Just Even though Katika doesn't, she's not really feeling us on this. Um, but we've thing. devised a little game for you, mm. okay? Oh, it's called Super Villains Would You Rather. Oh, man. Okay, right. I'm in it. I put this fan away too early. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> I'm ready. You ready? Okay. Now, you said at the time when we spoke, you said Eric Killmonger had no special powers, except for what did you say? <laughs> say, it, say it with your whole chest. You wrote yeah. it. I... I <laughs> Do you want me to say it? Yeah. Kritika said, no special powers, but potentially amazing dick. <laughs> Listen, here's the thing. Would I? Absolutely. But pretty much only once, because you know he'd be like, mm, I'm never going to go down on you. And I'd be like, it's done. It's done. There is a classic Tumblr thread that yeah. goes down this road, but we'll get to that. Um, even so, he is still on this list. That's yes. true. So let's go to the first slide, which is Eric Killmonger or Loki. Oh. Oh man. You I'm don't gonna, you 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 I'm don't know what Loki can do. Audience. This is not what I came here for, Bill. Pratika, you should ignore no. that. Don't feel don't feel peer Go pressure. with your guts. Go oh your gut. man, I don't know. Like have a look at that gift. See what you can do. Uh, One of know, them is slim hipped and wily as fuck. That's what I'm saying. Like the thing about Loki is there's a lot of magic there. Like, what sort of creative adventures can we go on? He doubles himself up. Yes, Let's not right. forget. No, no, right. No, no, Wait. Repeat yeah. that for the back. Yeah. Yeah. You, yeah. I mean, he can double himself up. Let's not forget all those times in those movies where he splits into two versions of himself. Sometimes and like, three. Oh. Sometimes four. Okay. All right. I think, I think I'm going to have to go with Loki just for that. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, our next duo. Mm -hmm. This is because you enjoy a powerful lady. Oh, yes, of course. Um, we have... Now, don't... This is not on your approved list, oh. one of these people, but I just want you to put it out there. It's Mystique. 
Oh. Mm, yes. Yeah. Go on, go on. You people just exhaled en masse. <laughs> yeah. Mystique versus Toad. Hold on, because what does that tongue do? Look at that. Ma'am? Bim. Bim. I said what I said. Oh, Bim. Okay, here's the thing. Go on. Obviously Mystique, because Mystique is a shapeshifter. So if I really want to fuck with all of that, whatever Toad situation is there, <laughs> she can make that happen for me. Yeah. I don't have to actually fuck Toad to get a Toad-like experience. You know? I, I, I want to make it clear, no one has to do anything. <laughs> Listen, in this fictional world where I have to have sex with supervillains, I'm just telling you what my thought process is. Fair enough, fair enough, fair enough. Okay, so the final one is from Marvel's Luke Cage. We are oh. talking about Mariah Dillard. Ooh, oh, as played man. by Alfred Woodard versus... I'm overwhelmed. Dark Phoenix. Oh. That's right, bitch. Oh they call God. this I, They call this a quandary. You just... You... <laughs> You really fucking did this to me, Bim. I did. Oh I did. my god. That's what I did. I, I did that. You really did that. <laughs> this is okay. I just feel like I have to go with Mariah Dillard, even though Dark Phoenix is more powerful. Just because Mariah Dillard, I mean, like, she's undeniable. Look at her. Look at her. I mean, mm -hmm. I dare you to be like, no, thank you, ma'am, to Mariah <laughs> Dillard. It's just not happening. It's not happening. Mariah Dillard. Mariah right. Dillard. I'll throw okay. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Kazika, thank you so much. This was very educational. <laughs> <laughs> um, you can find her work on TV Guide, and you can find her on Twitter at Kritika. Kritika, we love you. Thank oh. you. Thank you guys so much for having me. Thank you for so much. So let's get ready for our next guest. He is, in fact, a new kid on the first block. He's Alex Jung. Um, now, you may have read his great interview with John Cho, or perhaps his equally wonderful interview with uh, one of the stars of The Walking Dead, Stephen Yeun, R.I.P. Glenn, we love you, <laughs> we miss you, Glenn. That is because Alex is a staff writer at Vulture and at New York Magazine. He understands pop culture and celebrity, but most importantly and pertinent to this evening, Alex gets thirst. Please welcome Alex Jung. You notice the music that we chose for I, your walk-on? I, I, feel, I feel very privileged. <laughs> we gave you that because you said that was one of your favorite rom-coms, The Preacher's Wife. <laughs> so we, we put some Whitney in the mix for you. I love you, Whitney. No, we all do. R.I.P. sis. R.I.P. <laughs> but am I, am I wrong, though? We Don't do. we miss Whitney? Yeah. We do. Miss you, Nippy. Miss you. You go church hand in the back. All right. So, Alex, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, we are so happy to have a newbie in the house, and it's Valentine's Day in a couple of days. Please uh, be gentle. <laughs> we can only be gentle. Don't worry about it. Smooth hands, cocoa Not butter. Me. Yeah. But Valentine's Day means three things. It means dinner in an overbooked restaurant. It means convenience store flowers, and of course, most importantly, it means rom-coms. And we've all brought a clip, which we'll get to in a second. But mm -hmm. first, Alex, why don't you tell us what it is about rom-coms that you love so much? 
The kissing. Oh, you're so thirsty. I love it. I love it. I love kissing. I love, like, I actually really like the classic, like, just wait until they kiss at the very end, right? In, like, mm. 10 Things I Hate About You, mm. where, like, Julia Stiles vomits on Heath Ledger. Yeah. Just yeah. to delay, to prolong the delayed gratification. I love that. And then yeah. at the end, they finally do kiss. Yeah, it's like, lovely, isn't it? Great, thank you. Yeah, I love kissing, too. <laughs> so, well, I then, I guess then, does that, well, what's your favorite rom-com trope? <laughs> like, I'm you, just You've thrown like, Nicole Whale. I'm, yeah, because I wasn't... <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so, to maybe to take it back to my heritage, uh, I'm Korean, um, but one of the things that I really love of K-dramas or Korean dramas is uh, when they have a girl who, like, dresses up as a guy for, like, whatever economic reasons, you know? <laughs> she, like, needs to survive. <laughs> She, like, needs to get a job. Or she, like, needs to be a scholar, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All of these things. Yeah. And then so she, like, dresses up as a guy. Sure. And then Same. falls in love with another guy who's, mm-hmm. like, running this town, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And then he's like, shit, am I gay? <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Can you give us an example of, of... Oh, yeah, absolutely. So, like, one of my favorites is Coffee Prince. Yes! Which has Gong Yu in it, and he is fine. He's also in this, like, uh, thriller zombie movie called Train to Busan, which you should, like, watch. It's really good. Okay. Anyway, so in that, he, like, runs this coffee shop that's only for, like, hot guys. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> accept any fucking premise but what I mean it's actually very like Koreans have like a meerkat cafe so I mean this is an aside but like they have like cafes for everything so it's actually it's not that weird if you're like actually we're taking the show to South Korea (laughs) let's go I'm gonna I'm gonna pack my bags with you literally um and anyway so and he and then there's this woman who's like kind of tomboyish um Mm. so she's just like a really beautiful boy or he thinks she's just a really beautiful boy and she really needs a job to help support her family and all this stuff love the realism (laughs) in this kind of like forget a magazine job I need this job to live (laughs) oh there's always economic struggle in Mm, these stories you know realism I love it cinema verite so she (laughs) so she takes the job there and then he falls in love with her and then he, but he thinks she's a man, and then he actually thinks he's gay. And they actually have this whole plot where he like goes to the psychologist, and he's like, "I think I'm gay." And then he like, and then he like, uh, he actually tells her he's like, "You know what? I'm cool. I'm g- I'm gonna be gay for you." Which in like 2007 was very progressive, like in Korea. Anyway, so and then she's like, "Reveal." <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker! And I do this. <laughs> the psychological torment was for naught. <laughs> like we've already kind of answered it but the thing about mainstream romances generally is that it's almost always boy meets girl mm. 
do you have any favorites that don't fall under that umbrella? I mean, there, there. I mean, for me, there's just like very few queer like mm. romances in general. Like, mm. I was trying to think of like which ones there were. There's like Ang Lee's like The Wedding Banquet, mm. which is great. Mm. And then there's the clip that I picked, which is um, But I'm a Cheerleader, which is like one of my favorite. Somebody else inhaled very audibly there. <laughs> yes. All right, we got a Natasha Leone fan in the house. It's just like it's just so campy and great, and it also like it it. It's situated in a site of pain too, because it like takes place at a gay conversion uh, camp or whatever, mm-hmm. which, by the way, is legal in 41 states still. But All anyway, right. you bring that politics in. For <laughs> <laughs> That's because we're not just thirsting after your hearts; we're thirsting after your brains. <laughs> um, I need to just throw this left field real quick. Hmm. Do you have a favorite that you think is the greatest rom-com pairing of all time? Like people. People. Oh, okay. <laughs> Lady and the Tramp? Like, we, what are we talking? <laughs> Were you thinking interspecies love? Well, I did just see The Shape of Water, so. <laughs> okay, to clarify, people. <laughs> There'll be no fish dicks here tonight. <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, I guess because of my own per- like the one that comes to my mind the the first thing i think of is billy crystal and meg ryan and when harry met sally um, it goes through the season shout out to muted applause <laughs> i guess <laughs> okay that's fair that's a classic combo to go for right shout out to caucasian love it survives <laughs> just saying just saying um, <laughs> you you know this already, Alex. Um, you kind of talked about it a little bit with about the kissing and everything. But rom coms are usually pretty quite chaste. There there are mm. very few scenes where there's actually something you can thirst after. Mm-hmm. What, in your opinion, is the thirstiest moment in rom com history? Oh wow! Put me on the spot. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> it's a little couple. Some prime rom com thirst. What do you got? What are you thinking about? Whew, I really got to come up with something. Everyone's staring I mean, at well, me. Take, take your time. Um, take your time. You don't. You don't have to come up with it. I mean, Nicole has a moment. I have a moment. Um, can you get? Well, you... okay. It's not. See, this is the thing, though. I don't consider this film a rom com, mm. but a lot of times, just because it has romance in it, it gets lumped into romance comedies, and that is Love Jones. Nia Long, Lorenz Tate, Mm -hmm. their first love scene is so sensual and incredible and just beautiful with the Maxwell playing Mm. in the background. (laughs) I remember, listen, like that is stamped. Your voice has dropped three octaves. (laughs) You're like with the Maxwell. Yes, it was it was incredible. Mm. So I don't know. Did that give you a little time to think? Uh, or did no. I distract you? Sorry. <laughs> I actually went to a different place. <laughs> that is unsurprising. Nicole was using her first voice. Uh, it, you know, it it's, happens. It's fine. Um, well, actually, we had someone just before the show mention a scene that I think is actually been forgotten because it's not technically a rom-com, although it kind of is. Mm. And that is 40 Days and 40 Nights. Mm, yeah. It's a trash movie you that you should that all watch. Um, Josh Harnett. And it starts oh, Josh where he has Hartnett. a boner. <laughs> I mean, yes. we didn't want to be crass, Alex. Yes. But yeah, he has a consistent boner. Yes. Um, but this is the scene where, with Shannon Sossaman, um, 
with a fucking flower. It's an orchid. Yes, somebody out there remembers. Who yes. said orchid? Yes. Hey, look at you. You've done your this homework. So <laughs> hey. 40 days and 40 nights. So actually, this is appropriate because we're about to head into Lenten season. Hey. Okay. So Shout out to the Catholics. <laughs> Ash Wednesday soon yeah. come. Ash Wednesday right. is Valentine's Day. So mm-hmm. if you're going to give up sex, you got to hurry up and get that in. Um, so 40 days and 40 nights, Josh Hartnett gives up sex for Lent mm. and then he meets um, Shannon. Shannon and then in order to like get around the fact that he can't have sex he you know rubs her down with an orchid <laughs> and <laughs> I mean that he said rubs her down like she was a car just I like, mean <laughs> a little shammy leather just like Meh. and she but. has an orgasm from this like yeah. he blows some petals <laughs> yeah. across her torso and she's just like <sighs> <laughs> I think that movie was written by a man because (laughs) (laughs) it's a flower. (laughs) Didn't even do the dishes first. Are you mad? Nah, it's okay. Like, I'm sorry, but no, that's fucking gardening. No. Um, Okay, so you brought a clip for us, Alex. I did. Um, We we've all done some homework. We set ourselves this homework also as well. But basically, we are looking at the underrated rom-com. Yes. There are so many that don't get the love that they deserve because <laughs> some people and some films keep getting all the love. <sighs> Tell us a little bit, a bit about the film that you have nominated this evening for your underrated rom-com, please. Right. So when you asked me, the first movie that I thought of was But I'm a Cheerleader. Mm. And uh, you, uh, you asked if that was a proper rom-com. Mm. And I argued that it was because I think the central uh, sort of coming together in the end is when... Natasha Lyonne uh, does this cheer for the girl that she falls in love with who plays, who's played by Cleo Duvall. Yeah. And she, Cleo Duvall's about to graduate from conversion therapy camp. And uh, she does a cheer to get her back, basically. Okay, should we have a look at the clip? Yeah. One, two, three, four. You're the one that I adore. Five, six, seven, eight. Don't run from me, because this is fate. This bit, this bit. I love you. Megan! Stop this instant! You will walk your homosexual depression the rest of your life. That's a rom-com film. That's a fucking rom-com. <laughs> I just, oh. <laughs> that kiss on the back of the, oh, mate. Oh, God. It's beautiful. Oh, love is special. <laughs> and if you haven't seen it, <laughs> if you haven't seen it, RuPaul is in there. It, mm-hmm. He is. It's an incredible film. It's very, very, very good. And you should all watch it. Tell us, tell us what it was that made that just the bit that you were like, all right, this is, this is one for the ages. I think I liked that, you know, it's funny and campy and stupid and silly, but also, like, I don't know, like, I feel like gay people have to go through a lot to get to each other. Mm. And, like, in some ways you see that in that film. It's done in a campy, like, colorful way. Mm. But I think, like, that pain is just right there. And I think most camp is there, right? Like, it sort of is on that site where, like, pain and humor meet. And I sort of, like, like that. Mm. Yeah. Wow, what an academic answer. We appreciate it. <laughs> we appreciate your scholarship. Um, Nicole, what clip have you brought tonight? Well, 
<laughs> My clip is from Something New, starring mm. Sanai Lathan mm. and Simon mm. Baker, aka The Mentalist. <laughs> you laugh, and yet, we all gotta make a start somewhere. This okay. came out in 2006. It's actually written by a woman and directed by a woman. Both of them black, both of them black women, just to put that out there. And um, Sanai plays a character named Kenya McQueen because she is a queen, right? Hey. And um, she's very busy, very single, same, very same. uptight. She same. doesn't same. do colors. She's, her whole life is beige, literally. Same. Her house is like beige. Same, same. And she realizes, it actually opens on Valentine's Day. Yes. And she realizes that she needs to do something a little different in order to find love. And so she decides to date a white guy. <laughs> We've all done it. Calm down. <laughs> Just calm down. So in this clip, and again, remember, she doesn't do color, right? She doesn't believe in having a colorful life. Mm. Um, She's very locked down emotionally. Yeah. Brian, which is Simon's character. Of course his um, name's Brian. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> it was that or Brett. Okay. Um, How else are we going to know he's a white guy <laughs> with a dog? It's actually what my yes, friends he like. He literally has guys. a dog. He's a white guy with and a guess dog, what the dog and is a called? junkie tru truck. The dog is called Max. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they reached into a bowl of like white guy tropes and they're yes. like, Brian, a dog called Max. <laughs> he wears like fucking ethnic jewelry. I'm sorry, I'll stop. <laughs> this it's movie really is amazing. Good. It's, it's really amazing. Good. I love this um, movie with all my heart. So Brian <laughs> is trying to get her out of her beige life. So... Clip, please. I know you're sensitive about color, so we'll just take it slow. <laughs> no, so no, if you don't want him to. Wait, what, what? It'll just be our little secret. Listen, listen, listen. Yes! Uh, okay, that song is called Seconds of Pleasure by Van Hunt. I want you to find that album, find listen album. to it for the rest of your life. I bought the album off the back of that film. It is, Van Hunt is an amazing, actually a genuinely amazing uh, musician. But also, what a perfect song choice, Nicole. Yeah, yeah. So, so I like that clip, you know, I mean... Oh, I see why you like yeah. that clip. <laughs> <laughs> like it's some grand mystery. So I, here's the reason why I like... Listen, if you've listened to the podcast, you know that sometimes I tend to like men on their knees being in positions. <laughs> Is that Tracy clapping? <laughs> So this just, you know, this moved me. And I think more people need to be aware of this film mm -hmm. and go and watch it. Yeah. It's all, you know, oh, and there's also a mention of Senator Obama in the film. <laughs> yes. Yeah, it's a lot, it's a lot. It's okay, go check it out. Um, Bim, what did you bring for us? I brought a clip from a seminal... Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, no, no, no. That was beneath all of us, no. I'm, I'm sorry, I'm really sorry, no. It was um, an important... <laughs> movie from the 90s called The Truth About Cats and Dogs. Yeah! <laughs> uh, so, 
if you don't know about this movie, um, first of all, what the fuck? <laughs> it's a classic. But I think it's underrated because it's kind of been forgotten in the, you know, the annals of the 90s because Meg Ryan dominated so much. Mm. No shade to Meg, she killed it. But, you know, come on. There are, there are other people in the world. No shade to Nora Ephron, who remains a hero. But in this movie, it stars Janine Garofalo, hey, and Uma Thurman, yay. And a young man, at the time he was young, called Ben Chaplin. And if I could create something for myself, <laughs> of course, Cap would feature, but also Ben Chaplin <laughs> would feature. He has the best eyebrows I have seen in about 50 years. And I've been alive for like 700 years. And I mean, <laughs> it's a lot. But anyway, the key thing is Abby is a, uh, she's a radio, she's like Frasier for dogs. And he calls in one day and he has a problem with his dog and um, she helps him through it and he falls in love with her voice and he tries to see her but of course Janine, uh, Janine's character Abby is very insecure about her looks because you know she's like five foot two and obviously fucking hot but in this universe next to Uma Thurman she's meant to be like a hideous troll anyway they, it's kind of like a Cyrano situation so it's the voice of Abby he falls in love with but they present Uma as the, the person that he you know it's very guys it's so good it's so great it's like this beautiful sisterhood film anyway in this scene, they've kind of had these conversations. Brian is f slowly falling in love. They end up having a seven-hour conversation, which to this day, let me just put it out there. I am single, and I am looking to recreate this phone call at earliest possibility. <laughs> <laughs> but this phone call is genuinely maybe one of the hottest things I have ever seen on a screen. And I remember watching it when I was a teenager, and I was like, this is adulthood. <laughs> Lol, it's not. But... <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's a great scene, and I think you should all watch this now. Say something. I want to make love to you. <laughs> Never on the first phone call. No, don't. Don't do that, then. If you do that, we'll, we'll chicken out, and we won't do what I think. Okay, just let me do Okay, hi. Hi. Okay. So where's your hand? The business we call that a tease <laughs> so anyway. i love that because it's like dirty talk always begins that way over the phone where's your hand nowhere <laughs> what are you doing nothing <laughs> where's your hand it's at the shops mate what do you think <laughs> like come on we're all grown-ups <sighs> so yeah i love that movie and um i will defend it to my dying day have you seen it before, Alex? I haven't. What? I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, you have homework. Yes, I do. Okay. <laughs> all right. So we all brought along very different movies tonight. And if you haven't seen them, hopefully you'll go out, rent them, download them, whatever. Legal means, of course. Always. And hopefully you'll watch them and appreciate them the way that we did. Alex, thank you so much for thank joining you. us. Thank you. <laughs> you can read his work at vulture.com. And follow him on Twitter at E underscore Alex Jung. Nice. <sighs> All right.
love Alex and Absolutely. I think it's only fair that we give him a proper second round of applause, please. Okay, all right, okay. Now we're getting to the place that you all love so much. It's the travels. They're coming in a second, uh, but Nicole and I are gonna step off the stage. We're gonna make some selections on the drabbles that you have all put into the pot. I will say that a good number of you are too filthy to live. <laughs> I love it. How unsurprising. <laughs> Um, but we appreciate you putting all of these things in um, and we are genuinely grateful that you have taken the time to think about scenarios and then commit them to paper because it means a lot that you people invest this much in a silly little show about desire. again hi hi <laughs> who said that that was so tender hi y'all are nasty by the way <laughs> in a very good way yeah in the a best very way. good way so now obviously it's time for drabbles mm. it is fanfic wars mm -hmm. we're very excited uh, as we mentioned before as i'm sure you're all aware it's valentine's day soon Black Panther is finally coming out. It feels like it's been like the longest wait for a film mm. ever. Um, and at this point, in New York City and beyond, thirst is like a green fog Hovering. above us. Like, All I have over. super sight and I can just see it. It's like, <laughs> it's a mix of testosterone and progesterone and it's just, it's just duking it out. Um, so we asked you to bring in your drabbles and to write them out for us tonight because we want to know all your dirty secrets. Arguably, we know too much now, but you know. What can we do? But there are prizes, courtesy of our friends at Fun Factory. Like we mentioned earlier, some of you are aware of what this is. Some of you aren't. <laughs> they basically, um, they do adult things. Um, <laughs> and they have given us some lovely prizes this evening for us to give to our fantastically thirsty audience. Um, and I want you to remember that their wonderfully uncomplicated tagline for Fun Factory is, feel the fun. <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's a master stroke of marketing and I just it's like why big words feel the fun like you literally feel the fun I'm just I'm just I'm in awe of that uh, so we chose two drabbles tonight okay mm. and we love this particular drabble because it was a little unexpected and you know and also featured one of our favorite people um, so uh, drum roll please Thank you, that's a really good drum roll. <laughs> <laughs> Our runner up is Peter B. Peter B? Peter? Peter, Peter B. B. Hi! <laughs> Come, on Come Hi. through, Peter. Hi, Thank Peter. Thank you so much. Um, do you want to read your travel or shall we? Um, I think you guys are better. <laughs> <laughs> what a cop out, Peter. <laughs> All right. Can, can, uh, can I be the one character and you guys be the other character? Oh my gosh. <laughs> Demands. <laughs> Who would you like to be? I'll, I'll be the. I'll be this character. Oh, okay. okay. Do you want to? Okay. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> you're, 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 okay. okay. I mean, okay. Go. <clears throat> um, okay. I'm nervous, said Mahershala. <laughs> it's okay, said the cheeseburger. <laughs> I've done this before. 
The cheeseburger paused, its juices dripping. Well done. And in that moment, Mahershala submitted to the sweet temptation. I want you to understand that that was a, that was a fake between Mahershala and a cheeseburger. So, uh, I will never be the same. I just... <laughs> We've got this lovely prize for you from Fun Factory. Mm. There you go. Um, do you want us to announce what it is? Sure, yeah. Okay, okay. It is a um, vibrator. Hey. <laughs> it's called the Similino. It's very. Um, can, can everyone? It's like a. It's a piece of German engineering. <laughs> and it comes with its own little toy bag and some cleaner and some personal lube and some other things in there. If that's not your thing, you can always re-gift it, you know? Uh, don't, just don't use it before you re-gift it. And, um, you know, fun is on a spectrum, so whatever you do with that, it's, it's your business. Right? Thank you. Okay, okay. Just... Don't hurt yourself, Peter. <laughs> All right. Um, this next trouble was our absolute favorite, uh, and that is because we, we fell in love with it because, again, it has just a wonderful, uh, just a central story that is very important to me as a thirsty person who has been thirsty for a very long time and also enjoys the works of Disney. <laughs> So, uh, please step forward, uh, the first bucket by the name of Jasmine R. Oh, okay. It's a lucky corner over here, hi. So that's where the dirt lives, over there. All right, okay, okay. Do you wanna read? Do you wanna read it? You wanna read it? I love it, go. Um, Do you have a title for this? No, I just... Uh, you just went into your heart. So you... Say no more. <laughs> this, is, this is from my 12-year-old self, because this is my first, like, experience with, with thirst. All right. Yeah. 12, you late bloomer. <laughs> <laughs> um, this okay? This good? His English is still shaky, but his grip on the thick vines that wrap around us is strong. <laughs> One hand easily holding us steady in our treetop perch, the other tightly holding my waist. Yes, Tarzan. This is good. Very good. There's a second vibrator in there, so you have two. That's okay. what happens when you write a proper thirsty travel. <laughs> You get to. Um, and again, if that's not your thing, please, you know, share with friends or something. I don't know. Again, don't, don't use it. it. Don't, don't share, share it. But there's toy cleaner, and then you could just like wash it. You know. I feel I like I feel like one for each person. <laughs> okay, good. All right, thank you so much. Thanks, Jasmine R. Thank you to everyone who submitted a drabble. Yes, we appreciate. They were great. Yeah. They were really, really good drabbles, and it was very, very difficult because you people really just wrote some stuff, <laughs> um, which we appreciate, but also, Jesus, seek therapy, some of you. Okay, all um, right. And now we're gonna do something, obviously, we've never done before. We are gonna make our own drabbles. 
right here. But, yeah. But we're going to do them based on some um, Mad Libs that our lovely producer, Julia, has created for us. Yeah. <laughs> okay. In one bowl, Julia has put um, some thirst objects. And then another bowl, a situation of some kind. We don't know what they are. We genuinely don't know. Um, my person is Don Cheadle. <laughs> um, I'm not going to tell you. The scenario? No. Okay. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yeah? yeah. <laughs> All right. You want some water? Okay, I'm not going to tell you my situation either, but my person is Oscar Isaac. A little mood music. We're yeah. getting some mood music. So my drabble is about Don Cheadle, and um, what was your situation? The situation was we are holding each other as we sink into quicksand. <laughs> Same, same. Okay. <laughs> what a metaphor. Uh, okay. Um, okay. <clears throat> Don Cheadle did not listen to me when I told him to turn left at Albuquerque. <laughs> and now we're lost. We've stumbled through the desert. My Prince playlist, our only company. Suddenly, I can't move my legs. I've fallen into quicksand. <laughs> Look, I don't have time for transitions, right? Okay. <laughs> don't explain yourself. This is art. Don refuses to go for help and wraps his arms around me. We sink into the thick mass. Princes, the beautiful ones, swelling around us. Don's lips against my cheek as we sink and sink and sink. Okay, I always feel that I'm coming in uh, at a disadvantage because Nicole is a fucking master at drabbles. Oh my gosh. No, I mean that with like love and respect. Oh, thank you. Um, and also a little hatred, but it's cool. <laughs> um, so my person was Oscar Isaac. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> and the scenario was you roll in from the club at 3 a.m. and somebody decides to fry up some eggs and rice. <laughs> That's very specific. <laughs> Has this happened to you, Julia? Because that's specific as fuck. And I, I could not actually accommodate the rice in this story. I couldn't, I couldn't, I, no transitions, no rice. It's fine. Okay. Yeah, I, uh, I tend to overwrite in moments of pressure. Ask my editors. So let's begin. <clears throat> I don't think I want onions, I say. Oscar looks over his shoulder, eyebrow quirked. Yeah. <laughs> Watching as I slip my feet out of my heels. Why not? Are you worried about your breath? You know, I don't care about that. <laughs> he doesn't, I know. <laughs> <laughs> he 
He cracks three eggs and starts whisking. His bicep tenses. His face sets in concentration as he chops tomatoes and then pours a little oil in a pan. In two minutes, he's done, adding liberal dashes of hot sauce. Because he enjoys flavor. He heads over to where I am, seated on the counter. Open up, he says. Fork poised. That's a fork. Poised. Standing between my legs. I told her you wouldn't mind the onions. I did not mind the onions. Okay, so listen, I... That was draining, <laughs> and I'm, I'm fucking stressed out. Um, but it is, as ever, time to vote. And since we can't do our usual Twitter poll, we're gonna have to go with the age-old and very scientific clapometer. <laughs> so, are you ready? To vote for Nicole, Don, Prince, and the quicksand. <laughs> Please clap now. Solid, solid. Uh, and to vote for my drabble, which included me, Oscar, a fork, <laughs> and some eggs on a counter, please vote now. your bow, your, bow? your rap squat. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. <laughs> All right, y'all. We have had a wonderful <laughs> night. Did everybody have a good time? <laughs> I cannot believe we had this much fun on a February night with our clothes on in public. <laughs> Important caveats, important caveats, because it is February, which is in many ways the worst month. <laughs> and yet you all came out. I'm just very grateful. Thank you so much to the Jerome L. Green space and their incredible staff who have made us feel very, very at home. So please give them a round of applause. <laughs> Thank you also to our incredible, wonderful guest, Kritika Malikarjuna. And of course, Alex Jung. Remember, um, they are both working journalists, so you can read their work right now on your phone. <laughs> Not yet, but you should, you should definitely read them. You should follow them on Twitter. Those on the screens are their uh, Twitter handles, Kritika and is just at Kritika, and Alex is at E underscore Alex Jung. So you should follow them immediately. Thank you so much to Fun Factory, our determined American friends who provided us with our prizes for our travel contest. <laughs> you can find out more about their excellent adult products at funfactory.com. Don't go to that website while you're at work. <laughs> Please don't. Or maybe do. Maybe you enjoy the thrill. <laughs> and you're looking to get fired in this economy. It's, it's entirely up to you. Uh, we also have some really, really special folks here, without whom there might not even be a Thursday kit. Perish the thoughts, but it was touch and go for a while. 
Um, they made season one of First Aid Kit what it was. That's the stuff that you enjoyed. And they are all here tonight. So we'd like to say a bunch of thank yous. First of all, to Agaranesha Shagre. <laughs> And also to Meg Kramer. And also to the wonderful and sublime Miss Eleanor Kagan. And as always, we want to thank the Pod Squad for their unwavering support. We produce Thursday Kit with the Pod Squad, Julia Furlan and Nina Patak. Our music is by Tanya Morgan. You can find us at, on Twitter at ThirstAidKit. Bim is at Bimadu. I am at Tennessee Whiskey Woman. That's whiskey with an E. Our Tumblr is ThirstAidKitPodcast.tumblr.com. And we have additional support comes from uh, Sierra Allen, Alex Laughlin, and Rona Afbari. is just enough time to remind you all please that um, any and all babies made tonight can be named after us that's BIM B-I-M Nicole has an H do not forget yes, her please H don't forget my H it's very important these babies are tack babies and we want to hear about them thank you very much we love you, you. first responsibly tonight